Hello, friend. This is Sherry Jones, your Speak Life coach. Welcome to Sherry Speaks Life podcast. I'm excited you are here. On this podcast, you will learn the value of speaking life regardless of your circumstances. Join me here weekly on your favorite podcast platform, or you can watch me live on Facebook at Sherry Speaks Life on Fridays at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Are you ready to speak life? Let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Friday and welcome to Sherry Speaks Life podcast. I am your host, Sherry Jones, and I'm excited to be here with you this morning. I hope that you are doing well on this Friday. If you are watching this live, it is March 18th, 2022, and it is such a blessing to be before you this morning. If you are watching this or listening to this for the first time and you have no clue who I am, I am again Sherry Jones, the host of this podcast, and I am your Speak Life Coach. I am here to help you make speaking life a lifestyle. What is speaking life? Taking your negative thoughts and words and transforming them to positive ones rooted in the word of God. And that's what we talk about on this podcast. We talk about ways that we can transform our words, transform our thoughts, and that we can speak life. And when I say make it a lifestyle, it is something that we must constantly work on. It's something that must constantly be in the forefront of our minds. And so that is what this podcast is about. I hope that you enjoy the conversation today. That is going to be a blessing to you. Our topic today is, I would say, sometimes a difficult one to talk about, but our topic is speaking life when facing injustice. There's a lot of injustice in this world. And sometimes, all the time, I would say, it can be difficult to speak life to those situations when we are facing injustice. And this topic was actually inspired by a docu-series called Women of the Movement. It came on maybe a couple of months ago but I just got a chance to watch the entire thing recently and it just really, really impacted me so much. It was the story of Mamie Till Mobley and she was the mother of Emmett Till. And if you are not familiar with that story, back in 1955, Emmett Till was 14 years old. He traveled from Chicago to Money, Mississippi to visit his uncle, And while there, he went into a store. He was accused of flirting with the um, white woman there. That was the cashier. And it just became a thing. And her husband and brother-in-law murdered him. It was very difficult to watch this documentary. For me, personally, because my son will be 14 next month. And when I was watching it and I was looking at everything that was going on, all I could think about was my son. And how would my son have reacted in that situation? And what if we were living back then? What would have happened? And so today I want to talk to you about some lessons that I think we can all take from uh, Mrs. Till Mobley and how she maneuvered this situation. 
But before we get into the conversation, let's go ahead and um, say a prayer real quick um, and just ask the Lord to just guide this conversation. Heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you. We thank you for this moment. We thank you for this opportunity to come before this audience today and to talk about this very important topic, speaking life when facing injustice. Lord, I ask that you um, help me to deliver this message and this content in the way that you want it to be delivered. Lord, I ask that you bless everyone under, under the sound of my voice and that they will learn and grow from this conversation. In Jesus' name, amen. And so, as I said, watching the documentary was just very, very difficult because I was just seeing my son and I was just seeing the situation and I just put myself in her shoes as a mother to go through that. And it goes beyond race. Just as a mother, to know that your child was abducted and murdered is difficult. And then it turned out later on um, in the story that um, the woman that he was accused of flirting with, she later on admitted that what she said was not true. We're going to just first talk about some of the lessons that we gathered from this documentary. And the first point that I have is that we must see beyond what others see and speak life to it. Now, this came from the very beginning of the documentary. Emmett's birth was an injustice, even beyond, you know, the murder and things that happened to him. But his birth was an injustice because she was in labor and she was not being tended to properly. Her water had broke. The, she was trying to tell the nurse something was wrong. The nurse wasn't paying any attention. He ended up being breached and they had to deliver him. And when they delivered him, when the doctor put him in her arms, he told her he won't be able to walk. He won't be able to do all these things. You may want to just put him in an institution. But let me tell you, Mrs. Mamie Till Mobley did not receive that. She said, no, I, he can't be without me. You know, I'm going to bring him here every day if I need to, meaning to the hospital or to the doctors. And they told her he would never walk, but he walked, he talked. He was a stri um, striving young man. The only thing he had an issue with was he stuttered, you know, and, uh, you know, maybe his thought processes were a little slow. But he was an awesome young man. And it was because she saw beyond what the doctors saw and she spoke life to it. When the doctors were telling her, put him in an institution, he's not going to be good for anything. She refused to see that. She saw the potential in her son. She saw what they didn't see and she chose to speak life to it. And so when sometimes when we're faced with injustices or we're faced with people telling us something negative about something, we have to see beyond what they see. And when we see that, when we see that potential, we must speak life to it. We must nurture it. We must love it. And that is what she did with Emmett. She loved him. 
and she did not allow what the doctor said to discourage her. So that's my first point. See beyond what others see and speak life to it. Then the second point is to hold on to hope until you know the truth. Now, this was um, in this documentary. It was hard because everything that she knew about Mississippi, everything that she knew about what had happened to him, that he was abducted in the middle of light night by white men would always lead people to know, okay, he ain't coming back. He gone. But she held on to hope until she got the call or until somebody came and told her that they thought he was dead. But even then, she didn't want, she didn't believe it until she saw him. And so when we are in situations where we're being faced with injustice, we're being faced with our wrongdoing, we have to hold on to hope. We have to hold on that things are going to work out. We cannot give up on praying. We can't give up on seeking the Lord, on fasting, on believing God, all of the things until we know otherwise, until we know that there is no need for hope anymore. We must hold on to our hope. And that is what she did. Even her mother was like, uh-uh, I, I don't, you really think he coming home? And she had to remind her mother, no, mama, we got to hold on to hope. We got to hold on. And then her mama said, okay, a little hope didn't hurt anybody. I'm still going to hope until they got that word and until she saw his body. She believed in her heart that her son would come home. I just can't imagine that as a mother. And I know that there are children, missing children, you know, all over this, um, this nation, all over this world. We get reports, we get Amber reports, we get little flyers saying that a child is missing. And we may be wondering, well, what can we do? We can pray. We can hold on to hope that that child will be found and that child will be found alive. We can share the flyer. It takes just a few seconds to share because maybe someone on your platform or your page may know something about what happened to this child or, or where this child is. And there have been cases where missing children have come home safely. So we cannot always look at it from the situation of, oh, they are going to, or, oh, there's no need in sharing. Oh, there's no need in hoping. No, we must hold on to hope until we know otherwise. Okay. And that is what Miss Mamie did. She held on to hope until she knew the truth of what happened to her son. All right. And then my next point is let the world see. Let the world see. That had to be the most difficult part of watching this documentary is that when she saw what those men had done to her son, she said, we're not going to sweep this under, under the rug. They are not going to cover this up. People need to see. And she allowed the press to take pictures of her son. She allowed them to have an open casket wake 
so that people could see what had happened. And there were people that fell out from seeing him. There were people that cried from seeing him. You know, if you want to see the images, all you have to do is Google Emmett Till and you will see the damage, the horrible um, injustice and, and what his body looked like. And I, again, cannot imagine as a mother seeing that, but then allowing the world to see. But that's what we have to do when we're facing injustice. We have to let the world see. We have to show the world what is going on. We cannot hide. We cannot run away from it. We have to face it and we have to be transparent about it. Let people know what is going on, the injustices of this world. And then it also goes with sometimes our own personal stories or just who we are. We have to be transparent about who we are. We have to be real about who we are. There's no need in trying to sugarcoat things. There's no need in trying to pretend like you're perfect and you got it all together because none of us do. But we have to be honest and real. And so when facing injustice, let the world see. Let the world see what happened. Don't let them sweep it under the rug. And that is what Ms. Steele did. She let the world see her son in the horrific state that he was in. Because they were going to try to bury him in Mississippi and forget all about it. She was like, oh, no, no. Bring him back to Chicago. Bring him back to where he's loved, she said. That was so powerful. Bring him back to where he's loved. And let the world see. And then my next point is to stand in your truth. She stood in her truth from the very beginning when she went to the press about what happened to Emmett. They told her that when she spoke to the NAACP, they said, oh, this is your story to tell. No, no one needs to tell this story but you. And she stood in the truth of what she knew about her son, that no matter what they were trying to paint him to be, no matter what they were trying to say about him, she stood in her truth. And she even got on the stand, y'all, and you can't imagine how difficult that was, especially back then. She got on the stand and it was questioned about how did she know that was her son and how did she know what really happened and, and all these things. And she stood in her truth and she said, that is my son. That is my boy that was murdered. In such a heinous way, that body is his. And so when we face injustices, we must stand in our truth. We must stand in the truth of what is going on and what is happening. And we can't waver from it. No matter what the naysayers say, no matter what people say on social media, we have to stand in our position on what is going on and what happened. And I know a lot of times when we have injustices in this world, like with 
um, the George Floyd case and Trayvon Martin and Tamir Rice and all of these people that were killed, all of these people where there was injustice in their situations, people are going to have different opinions from each side of the of the equation. But what we have to do is know our perspective and stand in it. Don't be ashamed to share your perspective on what is going on. But just know, make sure that what you're saying is the truth in your heart, in your mind, in your soul. That you're looking at the big picture of the situation and you know, you know, y'all, we know. The Holy Spirit will tell us what's the truth and we have to stand in it. And that is what uh, Mrs. Mamie Tim Mobley did. She stood in her truth even when they badgered her on the witness stand. She was so brave, y'all. She was so courageous, y'all. And she shared her truth. So that is what we must do when we are faced with injustice. And then my last point is continue to speak out even when you think no one is listening. There were times when she got discouraged because she was like, nobody's listening. It doesn't matter anymore. I don't need to say anymore. You know, particularly towards the end, you know, when they were trying to you know, get another case together, get another grand jury together and some things came out. I'm not going to tell y'all the whole thing, but she kind of wavered a little bit. Well, nobody's going to listen. Nobody. It doesn't matter anymore. But people were like, no, people still need to know. And then even after everything was over and justice was not served for her son, she continued to speak out. She continued to share his story. She continued to share his truth until the day she died. So when injustices happen, we have to continue to speak out even when we think no one is listening. You got to just keep talking. You got to just keep sharing. You got to keep putting the truth in people's face until they hear you. Or even if they never hear you, don't you stop talking. Don't you stop speaking out. Don't you stop sharing. Don't stop sharing. Continue to speak out. I know this was a heavy topic today. But it was just pressed on my heart to share. It was just pressed on my heart to talk about some of the things that I learned and I gleaned from this docu-series. And so let's go and recap. As we always do, we recap our points. Our first point was see beyond what others see and speak life to it. Y'all, sometimes we, we see more than other people see and we have to stand in that. Hold on to hope until you know the truth. We have to hold on. Hold on to hope until we have no other choice. Let the world see. Be transparent. Let the world see what's going on. Stand in your truth. Stand in your truth. And continue to speak. Even when you think no one is listening. So those were our points today. I pray that you 
got something that you gained uh, some perspective from this conversation that you were blessed by this conversation even though it was a difficult one to have sometimes we're going to have to um, tackle some tough topics and sometimes we're going to have to face some tough things but it's okay that's the power of speaking life is when you're faced with something difficult when you even have to talk about different top difficult topics you can speak life to it you can lean on the lord you can lean on his word you can lean on his truth and you can speak life so if you all would like to stay connected with me please go to sherryspeakslife.com you can join my email list you can join my speak life prayer challenge you can purchase my books you can learn about my coaching program for writers this is a one-stop shop of everything sherry speaks life everything sherry jones so go to sherryspeakslife.com and find out more about me and the things that i'm doing i am here every friday at 9 a.m eastern standard time live and then also the audio is dropped later on my podcast so this will drop next week on the podcast you can listen to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform or on the website and let's just speak life together if this conversation was a blessing to you or if you believe someone needs to hear this conversation please share this broadcast you can tag someone you can share it in messenger share it on your page just share the word and help people to think about how we can speak life when facing injustice. So let's go ahead and close out in prayer just to seal this conversation. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come before you right now. Lord, we just thank you for the opportunity to have this conversation today, speaking life when facing injustice. Lord, we face injustice almost daily in different ways in our lives. And Lord, but you've given us the tools to speak life, even when we face these difficult situations, even when injustice is going on in our world. And so, Lord, I pray and I hope that something that we said today in this conversation helps someone the next time they face injustice. Lord, I ask that you touch every person under the sound of my voice, whether they're watching live, watching a replay or they're listening to the podcast later. Lord, I ask that you bless them in every area of their life, that you bless them financially, where they are, all their needs are met and they have overflow, that you bless their relationships, that they are able to have divine connections and they're able to have blessed relationships with their family and friends, that you bless them physically, bless their physical health, Lord, touch their bodies if there's any um, aches or pains or discomforts in their bodies. Lord, bless them mentally and emotionally, give them clarity. Give them wisdom, give them discernment, and Lord, bless them spiritually. Draw them close to you. Lord, if they do not know you as their Lord and Savior, Lord, I hope that they are um, that their heart is pricked to get to know you, to acknowledge that they are a sinner, to believe in their heart and confess with their mouth that you died on the cross for their sins and that you are a living Savior and that they accept you as Lord and Savior meaning they just trust you with their life. And if there's anyone under the sound of my voice that is making that decision, God bless you today. Salvation is yours. 
please connect with a Bible-based teaching church or ministry that can help you as you maneuver this new journey. And Lord, we just thank you. We praise you for them. And we praise you for everyone that took the time to listen or watch this broadcast this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So I thank you all, each and every one of you that took time out to listen to this conversation today, speaking life when facing injustice. I pray that it was a blessing to you. I pray that it encouraged you. And I hope that you're able to join me next Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for another episode of Sherry Speaks Life podcast. You all be blessed. Take care. I love you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Sherry Speaks Life podcast. I hope that it was a blessing to you and taught you something new about speaking life. I would love to connect with you. Visit SherrySpeaksLife.com to learn more about my coaching program, my books, and to join the Speak Life Prayer Challenge. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Sherry Speaks Life. I look forward to chatting with you next week. Remember, always speak life.